0: Buenos dias, mi amigos. Yo soy el Rambling Viking. Welcome to the Rambling Viking. For those of you who don't speak Spanish, it is the mystical Friday the Thirteenth, and I'm recording this podcast. Uh, I'm not superstitious, not really. I think it's it's kind of fun to, to joke about it, but ultimately not very superstitious um people talk about you know splitting poles I didn't know about that until like two years ago when I was with a buddy and he was like whoa, whoa what are you doing I was like what do you mean what I'm doing I'm walking <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> he said uh oh he said don't don't ever split a pole I said what do you mean split a pole and he told me about it and so then I started doing it for fun because it really freaked him out and I would walk on the other side and uh he, he would, he would, he'd have to stop and go around. Um, I'm kind of a jerk, but I, I don't, I don't do that a lot cause I felt bad. So there's uh there, there's that. But if you are superstitious, I don't want to mess you up and do anything like that. Cause I want to respect you for that. But, um, you know, when people talk about don't count your chips to the table, what's a knock on wood stuff um that's about it but right now actually what i'm looking up is 13 freaky things that happened on friday the 13th i thought that was very appropriate i had kind of a rough plan as you know this is daily ramble episode and these is literally just kind of me rambling here but i want to kind of make it interesting so before we dive into all this friday the 13th stuff i want to say thank you those of you who listen, um, I want to give a shout out to Patrick once again on We Live on a Planet podcast. You can find it on Anchor. You can find it on the major ones. He just got on Spotify. Uh, it's, I, really, I really enjoy the podcast. It's kind of a different tone than what I take, so I'm very pretty loud, boisterous, and aggressive, and he's more soft-spoken, relaxed, and um, almost like I feel like he's like a, a Zen master, the way he talks, and he does a lot of outdoor episodes, so you have great ambiance, and it's, it's a great way to start your day. It's a he posts them in the morning and he does random facts and different things. And uh, if you send him a voice message on Anchor, he might feature you on the podcast. Uh, I was lucky enough to, to have that. So that was interesting. But uh, thank you once again, Patrick, for uh, listening to my podcast and then the back and forth we've had. And uh, Go check out We Live on a Planet it's they're not very long maybe 20 minutes i don't know and if you listen on anchor he actually puts songs and music up there so you can listen to that and that's pretty cool um then because uh, he got pumped up kicks stuck in my head now so i'm gonna go listen to that later when i get in my car to go run some errands but moving forward so i have posted next week's uh or i guess this week's twitter question so starting this new thing got a twitter started uh at rambling viking or you can just search the rambling viking on twitter and it'll come up and it's the same as my podcast cover art uh please go follow me there um, i'm not gonna blow up your feed or anything crazy like that really what it's used for is it's a way it's it's another way so if you aren't on anchor you can reach out connect with me as well as be a part of the podcast in answering my weekly polls and uh, or twitter questions so last week was if you could have superpower what. Well, what would it, one superpower, what would it be, and why, and had, had a few responses there, but I need to build kind of a follow, some followers on there, so I can get some good answers, but basically, then on my uh, weekly episode, The Raid, which uh, releases on Wednesdays, I then discuss, um, I, I, I'll, I'll go through and I'll read the responses, so last week we had like five responses, and then I'll always give my answer, so. Go check out the question on Twitter. If you aren't on Twitter yet, I'll go ahead and tell you. It's what two foods, what two unlikely foods make a delicious combo. And so basically I'm looking for, hey, what's something that if you said it on the surface, you would never guess that those two things go together, but they're actually delicious. And I want to hear your thoughts on it. And let me know, yeah, how you think. And I'll give you my answer. I already have it. I discovered it a long, long time ago on a road trip. Uh, what better time to discover a weird food combo than on a road trip when you just you're driving you've been driving for hours you just got a bunch of snacks you just start you get bored so you just start mm, what do, what this and this tastes like and then i most of the time it's not good but stumbled onto something great there so that's exciting um you can find me on twitter and as well as Patreon, if you want to have a more involved – if you want to be more involved in the creation of the show and, and have more of a say on what what I talk about, then you can go to my Patreon and check that out And uh, for a buck or two. I mean you can get it – you can choose a topic of a segment and then for five, you can even be on the podcast. Uh, but honestly, I'm not super strict about like if you say you wanted to be on it, but you're like, eh, I don't really want to do a Patreon thing. I mean honestly, I'll probably do it anyways. I'm a pushover. And I just set that up more as a way of like, if someone was like, Hey, I like this guy. Can I give him a dollar? (laughs) And then they can give me a dollar. Like it's not, I don't really expect to make money off of this, uh, especially not with all 12 of my listeners. And I don't even think it's that many (laughs) more like five. Uh, But shout out to those of you who do keep listening. I love you so much. Thank you. You, it's something powerful about seeing one to two on the number of plays on an episode, Versus a total goose egg, but end of the day i I'm doing this just to be able to i I really enjoy the concept of podcasting and i it's a way for me to get you know kind of work through my thought process but get my rants and ramblings out there because otherwise my friends my parents my girlfriend hear about them and they get pretty sick of that so yeah, but that's where you can find me uh we're gonna do we're doing you know I do daily ramble episodes and then I have. Uh, which are just kind of off the top of my head. And I have a more structured one called The Raid. And I'm still in the process. I've got something new coming, folks. And it's it's going to be a kind of a loose journey or journey of my life from adolescence to now and how I've kind of been able to – it's basically like self-improvement. So how I've come to – because I, I I think – a little bit differently than most people. At least that's the way I see it when I talk to most people and, and I have some different views on things. Um, as well as I'm not necessarily either right or left-handed. Fun fact, I write with my right and I do golf with my right and I do frisbee with my right. But then um, really every other sport, I'm left-handed. Sports, so like right, my my right hand is like my school hand and my left hand is my sports hand. For the most part there's a couple things where i can even switch back and forth i can um like batting i can switch switch hit Uh, i can really i can basically throw frisbee right or left-handed but my right hand is vastly better as far as like the fine tune the fine tuning of the coordination so so yeah but uh let's uh jump into it friday the 13th let's jump into something friday the 13th and then we'll talk about some other stuff some random stuff and we'll call it a day and you guys can go have a great friday an amazing weekend enjoy the weather hopefully it's Not so hot wherever you're at because it's blazing out here in Oklahoma. So number one, 13 things that happened on Friday the 13th. A Daredevil's Death Leap. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Perhaps Friday the 13th. So it looks like this guy staged a a leap into New York's Genesee River. Hmm. So... Oh no! So this guy leapt into this river like he had done before, and then something went crazy, and he died. The Black Friday f- fire. So on January thirteenth, nineteen thirty-nine, a bushfire through tore through Australia's Victoria's province, killing thirty-six people one day. Wow! So they call it Black Friday. Uh, I wouldn't. I like. I like our version of Black Friday. Great, great sales deals <laughs> once a year. Not this, but they, they call it Black Friday. Fire uh, was the deadly icing on the top of a terrible fire season for the province. So 71 people died that January. 75% of the state was affected by the flames. Wow. That stinks. Buckingham Palace bombed. Okay, why are these all bad things? Oh, it is Friday the 13th, isn't it? Yep. So this is during World War II. Um, in the bombing campaign. Wow. So one of the most destructive hits, Buckingham House was hit several times, but one of the most one of the worst hits occurred. Guess what? On Friday the thirteenth, uh, September thirteenth, nineteen forty, man, wow! And destroyed destroy the interior of the Royal Chapel. Another rupture of water main. Three people were injured, and one fatally. Oof. Kansas floods. Hey, uh, Patrick talked about this. So there was apparently some awful floods in. Uh, Kansas in 1951, that summer. And it, like, it. This, let's see. Wow. So Topeka swamped, as was Lawrence. And in Manhattan, the business district, the water stood at eight feet deep. Single worst day of flood destruction in the Midwest to that date. 28 people died, and 500,000 were displaced until the waters receded. That's crazy. So. And then the damage was around $935 million. In 1951, it was that much. So today, that would be about $6.4 billion. Whew. Cold War crisis. So <sighs> Friday the 13th, June 13th, 1952, uh, the Soviet Union shot down a Swedish military transport plane. Oh, crud. It was merely a training flight, says the Swedes. And then Soviet declared it had no involvement in shooting it down. Wow. And then um, <laughs> this is crazy. So then they um, there was a life raft with shrapnel damage during the search for the wreckage. So one of the rescue planes was shot down by Soviet fighters. So they shot down the transport and then they shot down the rescue for the shot down transport. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Likewise in 1999. So, finally, 40 years later, the Swedes admitted it was a spy plane. And then in 1991, the Soviet Union admitted shooting the plane down. So, there we have it. Murder goes ignored. So, this is in New York. March 13, 1964. I think my dogs just opened the door. I heard them scratching at the back door, and now all of a sudden they're inside. Holy crap! My dogs can open the door. This is wild. This is wild. Sorry about this random pause. My dogs. Oh, I'm about to start locking the back door. <laughs> when I leave and leave them out, that's crazy. So, a murder goes ignored. So, bar manager Kitty Genovese, oh, if you've seen Boudinoc Saints, they reference her, was stabbed and raped by a stranger, Winston Mosley. The attack took more than half an hour? Wow. 38 people supposedly witnessed it and failed to call the police. Wow. The tragic case became a staple in psychology classes as a way to illustrate the bystander effect or Kitty Genovese f- syndrome which occurs when people fail to act in a situation because they assume someone else will step in. That's such a good point though. You never want to assume assuming what I've learned is that assuming is very, very dangerous. Hold on the door, the dogs. I don't want you guys to have to listen to this door scratching. So give me two seconds. Okay, we're back. So, that's what i was talking about assuming assuming is so dangerous think about it anytime how many times have you been in a situation that's like oh i assumed or you you heard this you know well i thought you were going to do it. well i thought you were going to do it and then something doesn't get done because you assume that one person had you know would, would do this thing and then neither of you did it and i think more often than not if you think about it assuming doesn't hurts us more than helps us. It puts us in bad situations. So I try and one way I try and live is to try and assume as little as possible. You know, there's certain scenarios where you can assume and it's okay, but like a lot of times not assuming just, it doesn't call for a ton of extra work. It's not like, Oh, if I don't assume, and then I have to go through all this heartache. No, it's really usually just requires you to be like, Hey, are you going to do this? Or, Hey, I'm going to do this. Or what do you think about this? So there's a and that's that's interesting though that that, that they're talking about that so huh that yeah the Kitty Genovese effect I didn't know that's what it's called I'm gonna start saying that you Kitty Genovese and they'll be like what are you talking about well now you know so number seven a deadly cyclone strikes thank you for closing the door <laughs> don't just shut the door that I opened he went over and pawed it and it shut thanks for closing the door <laughs> the deadliest tropical cyclone in history struck on Friday. November thirteenth, 1970, in Bangladesh, making landfall out Thursday night. The Bola cyclone killed at least 300,000 people. Oh, my word. According to the University Corporation for Atmospheric Research. Whoa. So it was the equivalent to Category 3 hurricane. Hey, you on? Sorry. Puppy management over here. Storm was equivalent to Category 3 hurricane. Sustained winds of 115. Wow. Uh storm surge was the devastating part. So it was funneled by the shallow geography of the Bay of Bengal. The ocean pushed onto land. The surge pushed water up to 16 feet high. Holy cow. With nowhere to evacuate to. People climbed trees to escape the rising waters. and Many were swept away. That's so sad. Whew, that's tough. Number eight. An infamous story of survival begins. So in 1972 in Uruguay. Uh, or the Uruguayan old Christians club rugby team boarded a turboprop plane to travel a match in Chile. They never made it because the navigational error. the plane careened into an Andean mountain peak crashing in high altitude. But the ordeal was only beginning for 27 of the original 45 passengers who survived the crash and its immediate aftermath without cold weather gear, much food. They were forced to improvise water melting devices and eventually eat from the bodies of the Oh, that's awful. Why am I reading this? I want people to have a good day. Why am I? No, we're done with this, folks. We're do- I just realized I want this to be a positive experience for you guys, and you're hearing all of this crazy stuff. I thought I, I just wanted freaky things that happened on Friday the 13th, not tragic things. Um, but you know what? We're just gonna skip that. Sorry. So we. May- I know we got eight deep, but I just realized you each one. I was like, this isn't. What, what good is this doing for you guys? Nothing. Come on, man. What am I thinking? Rambling Viking? Come on. So, <laughs> whoops. On that note, I want to talk about oh <laughs> uh, the condition of, I just a little blurb about paying attention to words. So I annoy a ton of people I know because when we get into a discussion and all, I always harp on the importance of. The words that you use and then what you mean by those words, because I think that 99% of the time when we're talking to someone and there's a dispute, not 99, but like I'll say 85% of the time, then there, you have a dispute with somebody. A lot of times, if you would just stop and say, what do you mean when you say this? What do you mean by this word? What What is your def- definition? And they tell it to you and a lot of times you find that there's just a disparity in what you mean when you say the certain word, right? Because a lot of times we'll just gloss over that and we'll be talking to somebody about whatever and be like, well, I think this is well, you know, I think that if we're looking at this, this is, and you say, hold on, what do you mean by this? What is the underlying assumption here? And people get real annoyed by this because they're like, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? And there's, a, so two things there. There's an assumption and it's a laziness that we just want to continue to talk. Whereas if you have a patience and slow down and analyze the situation, a lot of times you can actually avoid a bigger conflict and a messy conflict and have a more productive, it'll be more productive and it'll be more civil and it'll less likely for it. It drops the likelihood that you will end up, you know, angry at each other that you'll actually can come out of it on top and maybe even changing each other's minds and, or open each other, opening each other's, minds up to new perspectives so i think that's that's so so important and i think we need to think about that so one one instance not talking about necessarily discussion but just the power of so because how you talk how you talk to other people how you talk to yourself frames your experience we don't think about this but it subconsciously kind of frames how we're gonna to go to an experience right so one instance that i that i heard was really powerful was like instead of saying have a great day or, you know, hope you have a great day. That there's something about that implication that there's nothing wrong with it. I still say it, but because it's just easier. And, you know, that's me being lazy, but have a great day kind of ha- has this implication that there, there, so A, there's a chance that the day may not be great. What determines the day being great is something that is outside of your control. So in some sense, it almost puts you in a slightly, victimhood mentality where it's like you are kind of subject to whatever happens to you today, which is true, but check this out as opposed to saying, have a great day. What you told someone, Hey, go make it a great day. How do you, or you tell yourself, Hey, I'm going to make this day. Great. I'm not just going to have a great day. I'm going to make a great day. That implies kind of you're taking ownership of your experience. I'm not sitting here telling you you're going to be able to make everything happen. You know, everything great is going to happen to you that day. Because really, if you take, so you take two identical days where the sequence of events is the same, but one day you went into it saying, have a great day. And the other day you went into it saying, make a great day. I guarantee you. So the events happening to you, the objective life happening is the same. I, I can almost guarantee you're going to have two different outlooks at least. I mean, they both may be good days, but I think you're going to see if you were like ask him to recap what happened and how they felt about what happened. You're going to, you're, you're going to see a lot more positive And overall, it's going to be a better day for the person who said, make a great day. Because what's that, what, what that is implying for you mentally, subconsciously is that you are going, that you have some ownership over how you feel and how the day turns out versus having a great day really just leaves you in a point of whatever happens, happens to me. And it could be a bad day. Whereas making great day says, all right, even if bad stuff happens, I'm not going to let it ruin my day. I'm going to, you know, it has all sorts of implications you're going to find the positive notes and things you're going to see the brighter side of things and you're going to you're going to respond in a positive way because you're making this day great you're having an active role in the outcome of your day and crap i shouldn't get too much into this but here we are uh because that's really a great episode for my uh ensuing series that should, hopefully I can get it released next week, get a few things recorded and we can start releasing it. It'll be released probably on a weekly basis as well. Probably Saturdays is what I'm thinking. It'll be weekend specials of some sort. So there's that of folks don't have a great day. I'm not going to tell you that. don't have a great day. Make it a great day. Have an active participation role in today and making it awesome for whatever reason. Find a way to make it great. The other thing I like to look at people and say is, is w- or when they're telling me, I'm like, hey, how's it going so far? Oh, it's been a crappy day. Today's awful. And it's like 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And I just look at them and go, we're only halfway through. You know that, right? This is halftime. This isn't this isn't the final buzzer, final whistle. You still You still got a whole half. We can fix this. And people do get annoyed by me saying that, but it's true. I mean, a lot of times you'll have two bad things happen to you in the morning and you're like, well, it's going to be a terrible day. Says who you have a, you have a rough start. Sure. You know, you go for a jog. You know what the hardest part a lot of times is that first half mile to mile, because usually you don't do that. That's you, your body getting warmed up and it's getting warmed up to be in that exercise mode and state. It hits what they call literally steady state, meaning your heartbeat, your heartbeat will escalate pretty high initially. And then, but then it'll come down and it'll level out in this steady state where your body is essentially in exercise mode. And then how many, I mean, for those of you jog out there, think about it. How many times you, when you start jogging, starting well this, starting is always the hardest because your body's in a resting state and you're, and you're about to do an activity. So it has to kind of catch up to you and your body is responsive, not so much proactive. It, I mean, it can be slightly, but mostly responsive and you know, it's, a, it's the same thing there. Look, I may spill coffee on myself in the morning. I may, you know, bang my knee on, on a doorway or something like that, or stub my toe. But then that that pain will subside. And you know, it's a beautiful day. You know, it could be a great day. And I can go out there and there's still plenty, plenty of stuff to happen, plenty of stuff for me to do that I don't think it has to end badly. You know, it could start badly, but it didn't have to end badly. And take that, take that into today the and then this weekend. Make it a great weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Uh I'm going to wrap that up for today. That's all for the daily ramble. I hope you enjoyed it. Sorry about the Friday the 13th stuff. I wanted it to be like weird stuff, like random stuff that happens like uh, I left the room and I came back and you know my cup went, was was all the water in my cup was gone and it was upside down. And it was a half full cup of water when I left, you know. Not all these sad stories about people dying. I apologize about that, folks. First half. Look, this is a great illustration. <laughs> of what I'm talking about this is this podcast episode. So we started, we got going and we got into a bad note, a dip in the middle where it was talking about some negative stuff. But then we came out of it and I decided, you know what? No, I don't want this episode to go that way. we want going to be positive. Uh, one last note too. Um, same thing goes for, I was having a conversation with my girlfriend last night. It was talking about, she said, you know, I want to be better at this or do this better. And I told her, I said, that's that's awesome. But let's start by changing how you frame that meaning how are you even saying that let's start from the beginning take that desire and say i am going to i am going to be get be better i'm going to get better so and uh, because we do this as humans too we when you say i want to do this it's kind of almost doing we're looking from like a standing off position like i'm sitting here and it's across the room and i want that versus i'm going to go get that meaning you you get up it's an action and then you're working toward it you're taking steps towards getting to towards that see the difference there in the mindset it's kind of hard for me to articulate in words but basically what you're looking at is you set up a want you you're leaving the door wide open for you to not accomplish it and it's almost like a safeguard we do because trying to work towards things and accomplish things is is scary like you know I'm trying to work on my flexibility got to train for a tough mutter, and and I've been really slacking on those things. And I and I, I haven't stopped saying I want to get more flexible. I want to be more in shape. Saying I'm going to get more flexible. I'm going to be in more shape. Because that's already in your mind. You're taking an action steps towards it. And ju- just try it on something. And it feels powerful. You can feel the power in if you say it and truly mean it. That's the other thing. You got to believe what you say. And you have to believe that your words have power for yourself. So... I challenge you. Just try it out. Instead of have a great day, make it a great day. And the other thing is take take one thing, for instance, I want to learn a song on the ukulele. Nope, scratch that. Rewind, start over. I am going to learn a song on the ukulele. And shoot, I'll I'll tell you this, a lot of times you may not end up accomplishing that goal or even taking steps towards it. But I promise you on the goals you are serious about taking that initiative in your brain to reword it will make an impact and have a difference it will hold you more accountable and give you more responsibility over that this is me taking action cuz just think about if you're sitting on the couch and you say i want i want to i want to get up and go get a sandwich versus i'm going to get up and go get a sandwich what happens in, probably 9 times out of 10 after you say i'm going to get up and go get a sandwich you usually start to stand up or finish up what you're doing if you're working on something and you go and you get a sandwich Versus, oh, I want to go make a sandwich. Well, you could sit there for another four hours and end up not and take a nap and do whatever else, or even get up and go do something else. Be like, oh man, I wanted a sandwich, and maybe I'm just crazy and full of it. I mean, take your pick. Here, you could just say, shrug me off, and say, you know, that's crazy, I'm full of it. But maybe there's someone out there who's saying, you know what, I'm gonna try it. My 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 mindset: where people ask why, I prefer to ask why not. People say, why are you going to do this? Why would I do it? Why would I do it? Why do you need a reason to do this? Why not try it out? What's it going to hurt you? You know? But that for real, for real is we're going to wrap up today's show. So thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Sorry about the lull in the middle. It's funny how we had the... This imagery that even played out in the episode of the podcast of what I was talking about. So that's really, really funny. Hopefully, you powered through Friday the 13th stuff and got through that stuff because it was pretty tragic. And um, whether, no matter how things, where you're at right now, remember the day's not over and it can get better. The weekend is just getting started. So it can always, you got till Sunday night, finish it out, make it a great thing. So have a wonderful afternoon. And folks, just if you have great weather, enjoy it. Enjoy the people around you. Stay open-minded. Remember not to attack people personally, but to actually look at the ideas. And as of now, no plan for, don't plan on a Saturday or Sunday show, but we'll see. Maybe I'll surprise you. We'll see you back here on Monday. Viking out.